0: Untitled Oran Host Club AU, an Adventure Zone fan fiction. Written by Mary Whale, read by God of Laundry Baskets. Prompted by Asimov's Sideburns. Prompt. Oran Host Club Taco Kravitz AU, where the birds are the host club. Taco and Loop are the twins' Ovs, and Magnus is Honey, and Lucretia is the stoic one, and Davenport is the glasses one, and Merle is the blonde one. Barry is the manager girl. Kravitz, naturally, is the one who breaks the vase. Mary Whale I can't believe you sent me this ask. I can't believe I'm posting this. I can't believe the sheer unadulterated power of making Merle Tamaki. Kravitz opens the music room door, thinking, foolishly, that he's about to walk into a music room. A quiet one, tucked away in the back corner of a maze of a school he miraculously got into, someplace he can practice without constant interruptions. Getting into one of the most prestigious schools in the country on merit alone has painted a target on his back. He doesn't even have plausible deniability because he can't afford the uniform. Kravitz is dressed in a baggy sweater and a thrifted collared shirt. He managed to lose his contacts on the first day of school, so he's wearing his glasses, even though the frames are heavy enough to hurt his nose if he wears them all day. He badly needs to retwist the roots of his dreads, and he knows he looks a mess. But with his entire future riding on how well he does in classes, and an after-school job at a coffee shop to earn a little extra cash, he's got other priorities. All he really wants to do is sit down and practice his violin. He's got a solo in the upcoming school concert, and he's got to nail it if the scholarship committee is going to decide to keep funding him through next year, the music-room unassuming and off the beaten path, is like an oasis in a desert. It beckons him in, and Kravitz goes because he doesn't know any better yet. Kravitz steps into the room and closes the door behind himself, taking a breath and letting himself relax. He'll be able to practice without the rich kids, who aren't as good as he is, trying to sabotage him and... "'Hey!' says a voice, startling Kravitz out of his moment of peace. "'You're the new scholarship kid, right?' Kravitz, as it turns out, is not in the music room. Kravitz is in a room set up like the interior of a café— Tables and chairs, a couple of couches. Kravitz is staring at a group of students he recognizes as a mishmash of upper and lower classmen. Four of them he recognizes because everyone knows the twins, and Magnus and Lucretia are both in his year. I've been here for two months, Kravitz says without thinking about it. He's pretty sure that means he's not new-new. Yeah, he's the new kid. Taco is smirking at him, leaning against his sister as he looks Kravitz and his old clothes over. Taco's not exactly in uniform either, but the untucked shirt and lack of tie are obviously a fashion choice. Should you be dropping your instruments if you're here on a music scholarship? Luke plays violin, too says an upperclassman. Kravitz is pretty sure is named Barry. He has jeans on, which means Kravitz feels a little less self-conscious about his clothing. You're both sophomores, right? Are you in the same orchestra? Oh, scholarship kid plays with the senior orchestra, Loops says, stepping away from her brother and bending down to scoop Kravitz's violin case off the floor before he can stop her. He's some kind of prodigy. I heard he wrote his own song to get in. He's right here, says Lucretia, watching with obvious amusement as Loop whisks Kravitz's violin over to one of the tables and pops open the case. I'm sure he could tell us himself. I didn't. I wrote a new arrangement, not a new song, Kravitz says, taking a few steps towards Loop. Can I have my violin back, please? I'm just looking, Loop says, examining the violin in its case. You're gay, right? You don't need me, and nobody else is here. Kravitz blinks, because... what? What's your type? Magnus Burnside asks. Like, that's a question that makes any sense hearing from Magnus Burnside. Burn sides. We can't promise something for everyone, but if you've got specific tastes, we've got you covered. I'm... I'm sorry? Kravitz is clearly missing something here. I don't know what you're talking about. Taco is for everyone. Paco is suddenly in Kravitz's space, too close, smirking up at him with hooded eyes. Right, handsome? Kravitz takes an instinctual, involuntary step back, colliding with something that feels an awful lot like a pillar. He twists around to see what it is, just in time, to watch the vase sitting on top of the plinth he bumped into— tip over onto its side and plummet to the floor, shattering on impact. He stands, frozen, for a moment that feels like forever, staring down at broken bits of porcelain. Well, says Barry, there goes the 8,000 gold we were donating to the charity auction. Eight. Thousand gold. Kravitz feels his soul leave his body as he turns to look at the weird club he inadvertently stumbled upon. Eight thousand, Lucretia confirmed. It was very old. She pauses. And uninsured. Taco is still too close to Kravitz. He cocks his head to the side, the look in his eyes distantly calculating. Well, my man, he says, you've got to pay your debt back to us somehow. Looks like someone just joined Neverwinter High's one and only host club. Host club, Kravitz repeats incredulous. Taco winks at him. Kiss, kiss, fall in love, kemosabe. <laughs> this is beautiful. I love it. Ah. Oh, uh, yes, the end. Thank you for listening. <laughs>